everyone welcome back to the podcast so we got a podcast name change from the podcast fam to politically jumbled today we're going to talk about media brainwashing as i look around and see things i'm realizing that people don't realize they've been brainwashed and lied to and it's probably because they've been brainwashed and lied to i've seen that meme like on um instagram or somewhere and it's so very true what's going on right now. All right, so let's get into it. So recently we had two very popular cases. We had Cal Rittenhouse and we had Ahmaud Aubrey. So we recently learned the verdict from these two cases. And um, this is when I noticed the brainwashing the most. So the Cal Rittenhouse case was um, the 17-year-old um, young man that went to Kenosha. Um, he had a AR-15 weapon when he was uh, there during the night of riots and protests. Um, These riots and protests stem from the um, shooting of of a black man by the name of Jacob Blake. He wasn't unarmed. A lot of people say that he was unarmed, but he wasn't unarmed. Um, So that was what they were protesting that night. Kyle Rittenhouse went there um, to protect property and so that he didn't want to see his community that he knew be destroyed and so um that's that case and we'll go into further details about this whole thing Ahmad Aubrey was the one in Brownsville Georgia where he was um the the two uh there was three white men involved in that cornered him with their pickup trucks and shot and killed him um with their uh shot and killed him so let's talk about each case individually now Kyle Rittenhouse when that case first came out I remember it so well because it's like all the reports everywhere was like, oh, he shot uh, shot at a Black Lives Matter protest. So you're automatically thinking, oh, did he purposely go to this? Um, did he purposely go into this riot to gun down protesters? Was he being racist? Um, was this just his goal? Um, they kept using terms that uh, to describe him, white supremacist, uh, vigilante. They kept using those terms to describe him. And so... Um, and we always heard he crossed state lines. Um, his mom drove him there. We heard all of these things. And what's crazy is a lot of people didn't get a chance to clear up those rumors. Um, they didn't watch the trial. They didn't watch any other coverage on the trial. So they still had all of those assumptions that were made maybe a year or so ago about this whole case. Now, I'm a person that watched the trial and I um, came to my own conclusion about what happened there. He didn't purposely go down there to gun down protesters like they made it seem. Um, he attacked those that attacked him. And um, and it was a clear case of self-defense. And so the verdict being not guilty made sense because in this country, you have the right to self-defense. You have the right to bear arms. And so um, I remember seeing the outrage from this case. And I was like, the reason why the outrage is so strong is because you guys have been lied to and brainwashed by your media. Your media never cleared up any of their assumptions about this case. In fact, they still ran with it even after the verdict was read. So that goes to show you that, number one, the media has an agenda. They have to say all of these things for a reason. There's a narrative that they have to fit here. And you have to start to realize why. Do they want you to think a certain way? Why are they running with this even though they know it's not the truth? So this whole case really opened my eyes to the media brainwashing that's happening. And I remember looking at some of the um, 
black blogs that I follow and they never once did any real coverage on this case. They'll do it. You know, the only one that I seen was they did him crying. So you guys could, you know, so people can make fun of him crying and um, suffering a, a, a panic attack on the stand. That's when they posted uh, anything about him just so people could make fun of him. But they never show any other footage. They didn't show how he was being attacked first. They didn't clear up any of their original rumors or anything like that. And these are blogs that has millions of followers. Um, and they lead people astray. And it's very sad to see. And I was like, we got to do better. Like the media has to do better because you are the one place that's supposed to inform. You know, so I think it's kind of weird that now all these media um, is serving their own agenda, own agenda, and they don't care to give you the real news anymore. Now, with that being said, we're going to move on to Ahmad Aubrey. Okay, so he was, uh, the three men in this case were found guilty. And what's funny, not funny, let's say ironic about this is everybody was praising Jesus and talking about how great the justice system is and all of these things. But just a week prior, we got the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict and it was all hell broke loose, literally. People were talking about racism, white supremacy, how the justice system is rigged, how we needed reform. You heard none of that when you when we got the um, verdict for Ahmaud Aubrey. And the thing is, the justice system worked perfectly in both cases. His was a clear case of self-defense. Their case was not. And therefore, they could not um, be found not guilty when there wasn't self-defense. Um, and if you're not familiar with the Ahmaud Aubrey case, that is the one where, like I said, that was the black man. He was jogging down the street. Or that was, I really don't know if he was jogging. He was up to no good. Whichever one it was, he was going down the street. And these people um, in the neighborhood thought that he was a guy that was a part of burglaries or break-ins in the neighborhood. So they said, you know what, we're going to do a citizen's arrest. And that citizen arrest went bad. And so the whole um, defense was that they were practicing self-defense because they didn't want him to harm the dad in this case. I think his name is Greg. No, I not think. His name is Greg McMichael. I believe he was in the truck or something like that. Um, and then Travis McMichael is the son that shot uh, and killed Maude Aubrey. So the defense was that, you know, they wanted to stop the threat because he was grabbing the gun. And see, in this case, you know, if he was, you got, you can't just kill someone because you assume that they're guilty of a crime. And so it was a citizen arrest gone bad. It was a very risky move. And, um, and there, and that's why they were found, uh, guilty. Well, I mean, they were... Travis and Michael was guilty on all charges. Greg met Michael was guilty on some charges. And William Bryan was guilty on some charges. That's the neighbor that came along to film the whole incident. Now, you guys got to do your own research on both of those things. I'm just telling you what I remember from these two things. I wrote a blog about it, all of these things. Um, but what I found interesting was that the media didn't talk about white supremacy. They didn't talk about any of those things that they talked about with the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And it made me see very clearly that there's an agenda here. There is an agenda. And I don't know clearly what this agenda is, but there's a narrative here, right? They want us to focus on race so much. 
They want us to focus on race so much that we are uh that we're not focusing on anything else. They want us to view everything through the lens of race, so everything is considered racism, right? And when they do that, they leave you in a place of feeling helpless, stuck, and oppressed. They don't want you to feel free. They don't want you to feel like you can overcome. They don't want you to feel like, you know what, even though these things are here, these quote-unquote system, the man is here to stop me. I'm not going to let the man stop me. Those are, I'm not going to let them stop me. That's not how the media wants you to feel. They just want you to be bogged down so much with fear, anxiety, and being worried constantly that your life is going to be ruined, you know, by racism. And it's a sad narrative that they have played. They have literally played on black people's trauma, emotion, and pain. And we let them. And um, I think it's kind of sad that people don't see how they've been played by the media. You've been played. You're not stuck. You're not helpless. You're not oppressed. You're more free than you think. And they knew if you knew that you were free, they knew how powerful you would be. Okay? Black people... Black Americans, we came to this country, we built this country, we did it for free. <laughs> I mean, it was not like we wanted to, you know, we were enslaved. We built this country, we're known for innovation, we're known for our brilliance. We're known, you know, to have strength, to be resilient. That is who we are. So all of a sudden, we have now turned into victims. We have turned into helpless. We have turned into lost causes. That is not us. That is what the media has made us out to be. And it's unfortunate because um, that is not who we are. We're so much bigger and better than that. And um, I remember seeing a very powerful quote. If white supremacy was the end today, would we be safe in our communities? Because our biggest threat is not white supremacy. Our biggest threat is one another. Um, so until we can realize and be honest with ourselves and know that the problem is within our community, we can change our communities from within and we can change the whole world. Honestly, if we can go ahead and fix these issues within our community, whether that's poverty, whether that's dealing with trauma through therapy, whether that's giving people opportunities that's bigger than selling drugs, whatever it is that we have to do, whether that's getting farmers markets and grocery stores. And our neighborhood, so these food deserts, people don't feel desperate. They don't feel like they have to do a life of crime just to feed their children. Whatever it is that we need to do, we need to fix our own communities instead of waiting on a leader, instead of waiting on a law, instead of waiting on somebody to come save us, we need to stand up and save ourselves. It's on us because it's within us. But they don't want you to believe that. They want you to feel helpless. They don't want you to ever feel like you can overcome. And that's the problem with today's media. And the biggest problem is that we have people speaking for our community that are not even in our community. And it's becoming, their voices are becoming louder than our voices. And that's a problem. So let's talk about this media brainwashing again. After Kyle Rittenhouse, we saw all of those posts. And one person I'll talk about, especially because everybody knows his name, Reverend Al Sharpman. He came out with a whole thing about Kyle Rittenhouse crossing state lines, you know, that if this was a black, if this and that and the third. And um, he said all of these things, right, to tie it back to being a racist justice system. Um, you could go back to his uh, Twitter and you can um, see uh, what he said. And one of his things he said, are people now going to come into our protests and kill people or hurt people and claim self-defense? 
That's what he said after Kyle Rittenhouse. And now after I saw Ahmaud Aubrey, right, I saw him on the news say, not all white people are racist. So it's interesting how he quickly spun that around within a week. And it makes you think, well, who paid you? You know, why? Why, why would you say that this time around? You know, just last week, it was all of this, you know, hoopla that you were talking about oppression, racism, and all of these other things, you know? So I just think all of it's interesting. You have to be careful um, who you listen to because not everybody out here is being truthful just because they have a blue check, just because, just because they have millions of followers, just because they have money. Be careful who you pay attention to. The same ones that are telling you that you're oppressed. Look at how much money they have made. They're, they didn't, um, okay, um, so you couldn't have felt too oppressed, right? Somehow you knew that you could overcome. Somehow you made it to the 1%. Somehow you made it there. And I'm sure it wasn't by feeling oppressed or feeling like the men's got you down. I'm sure that's not how you got to the top. You got to the top probably by leading millions astray, by making them feel oppressed and stuck. And they're in the same spot while you have accumulated so much success. You got book deals. You got a successful podcast. You're verified. You got more followers than ever. You got more money. You got houses. You got cars. You probably even got private security as you say defund the police. Um, so you have to be careful and look at the messengers out here and look at the message. What message would you rather receive? Would you rather receive the message that you are free and that you can be anything that you would want to be, go get your education. They can't stop you from going to go being great. They can't stop the greatness that is already within you. They can't stop the greatness that is already within you. Imagine hearing those messages instead of the system is, uh, is raked against you. You'll never make it. It's not meant for you to make it. You're never going to make it. Do you hear the difference? You have made people afraid. And I think that the media did that on purpose because they knew. I mean, I think people know how powerful the black community is. Our voices, everything about us, we're powerful. And this is the way that they broke us down. And it's sad that we allowed them to do this. So what I would love to see is that people realize that you've been brainwashed and lied to and start to see things for what they are. Don't always go along with the with the regular, with whatever message that's out here, stop going along with the message and start doing your own research. Start making your well, your own well-informed opinions about things instead of going along with what you've seen. Because um, it's only detrimental to you. You're the one that's anxious, worried, stressed out, you know, and you're feeling like, you know, you're backed into a corner. You're never going to be anything. And these people are, are not doing that. They're living great in their king size bed as they led you astray and made you feel this way. So it's time to take a step back and realize that we're better than this. We're way better than this. We're better than what they're saying about us and that we can overcome. Those are, that's what we have to start to see what's going on here. I can't be the only one that see what's going on. I feel like we all see it and maybe we just don't understand what we're seeing. Yes, you have been brainwashed and lied to. And it's time that people work for our votes. It's time that we don't lead our voice 
it's time that we don't lend our voice to every cause out here. It's time for us to change our communities from within. It is time to change our mindset. And the time to do that is now. Thank you all for listening to today's podcast. Uh, Catch you guys on another one.